Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to another awesome episode of Wealthy Sisters. Sponsored by The Professional Black Woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. One, to inspire and encourage the listening audience, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, or just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital. Washington, D.C., and today is Monday, November the 30th, 2009. We are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so please go and spread the word. Ladies and gentlemen, we have another great one for you today. If you are in the industry of network marketing, MLM, grab a pen and paper. I mean, you want to email, text text and call your whole team and tell them to tune in. They can dial 347-838-9278 or listen live at WealthySisters.com. And if they're at work, tell them to make sure they catch the, this archive episode. Why, you might ask? Well, because we have none other than million-dollar earner, superstar herself, Miss Pasha Carter. Pasha Carter is an internationally sought-after speaker author and network marketing expert who got started in business at the age of 23. She has been featured in Success Magazine and Networking Times Magazine. After months of failing, going into debt, and not making any money, something drastically changed. Pastor got the right coaching and training and started earning a six-figure income from the comfort of her home. She went from sleeping on the floor of her best friend's one-bedroom apartment to being one of the top income earners in network marketing industry today. As we're saying, today, Pasha Carter is an industry legend and one of America's most famous and most influ- influential ML- MLM leaders. Hundreds of thousands of people have already realized the power of Pasha's strategies through her coaching, writing, keynote speaking, and seminars. For more than 10 years, Pasha Carter has been helping people transform self-limiting beliefs into self-fulfilling breakthroughs to achieve their dreams and goals. Through her coaching and training seminars, Pasha has developed several top producing leaders and has impacted the lives of tens of thousands of people all around the world. She has helped several people achieve six their incomes. Her passion is seeing people break through financial bondage and excuses that stop them from reaching true freedom emotionally, mentally, 
physically, spiritually, and financially. Passion's focus is to help people leave an, a legacy and create generational wealth for their families. She says, my mission is to educate others on the reality of choice of true financial freedom by teaching them how to earn more, keep more, invest more, and so they can live more. Whew, go ahead, girl, rock it out. So with uh, right after our break, quick short break, you are going to hear from none other than the one and only, like Sony, y'all, Miss Pasha Carter. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Yes, we are back on Wealthy Sisters, and today our very special guest is Miss Pasha Carter. Welcome to Wealthy, Wealthy Sisters, Pasha. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much, Deborah. How are you? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We're going to ask if you if you're on the speakerphone just to speak directly. If you could take it off and speak directly into the phone, we want everybody to hear every word you're saying today, girl. Because the lines are packed out. I mean, people have been emailing. They are so excited to hear from the legend today. How's it going? Everything is fantastic. I'm honored to be a part of the show. Well, listen, let me really start off by saying how proud and truly proud I am to know you, Pasha. I mean, i got to tell everybody, I used to look at you as one of my little sisters, but now, girl, you're one of my big sisters, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> i got to tell you, and I'm, and I'm speaking to the young audience right now. you got to remember this, know this, that I remember Pasha when she started out and when she was sleeping on that friend's floor. I might even that's name right. that friend's name, but her tenacity and commitment has, uh, uh, that she has had towards striving and reaching her goal. I mean, now she's really living her dreams. So congratulations to you, Tasha. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now take us back, girl. Where were you at age 23? You know, what made you say, I want to work for myself? Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, the interesting thing that a lot of people listening in don't know is, like you said, I remember when I first got started in this industry, and you were one of the first leaders that I developed a true friendship with, and those were the times where we were just trying to figure this network marketing thing out. We, we saw some people successful, and at that time, to be honest, it wasn't happening for me. But what did it for me at that time when I was 23, I was at a point in my life where I thought, you know, I've done all the right things. You know, I went to school. I, I came out looking for that good corporate job. I had the corporate job in Atlanta at the time, working at Emory University. And at 23, it didn't take me long to realize that I did not want to work in corporate America for 30, 40 years. You know, I started mm. looking around the office and seeing people who had been there for 25 years. They'd been there for 30 years, and they were still struggling. They were still, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. And for me, I said to myself, you know, I don't want this for me. I want to be able to come and go as I please. I want to get money as an issue out of the way. And to be honest, I didn't know what to do. So I was invited out, like a lot of people who first get introduced to network marketing, I was invited out to a presentation in the middle of the day. And I sat in a room at that time, and I listened to a gentleman who was making more money in one month 
then I made all year long working for a living. And for me, I said to myself, okay, wait a minute. How can I become a part of this, and what does it take, and can I do it? And all those things were racing through my head. So for me, I knew that I needed a change. I knew that I wanted something bigger in my life. So I sat in that room, and the one thing that he said that stuck with me, he said, don't worry if you don't understand it. Don't worry if you don't have experience. If you have desire, that's all you need to be successful in this industry. If you have desire and you come to the training, we'll teach you everything from there. That's, that was all I needed to hear. And at 23, I took it at face value, got started in the industry, and the rest is history, and it's just been an absolute blessing. Wow. I'm telling you, you, you said some powerful things there. And, and I wanted to go back to what you said, you know, you, you found yourself doing what you were supposed to do, you, what you were told to do. You, 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 you know, you went to school, you were working um, there in Atlanta, uh, had a great job there in Atlanta. And um, you just kind of made up in your mind that you, you wanted to have a choice. Uh, about when you took vacation, I assume, and, you know, you wanted to be able to have that freedom. How, you know, what, what made you say that that was okay for you to want that? You understand my question? Because sometimes this programming that we have out here can really make make us think that we don't deserve that and we're not supposed to have the right to say, oh, I don't want <laughs> to come in at this time of day. Exactly. Well, you know what? Here's what honestly did it for me. At that point in my life, I said to myself, you know what? We really, as a society, have been trained and programmed to work and make someone else wealthy. That's what Mm -hmm. we've been trained to do. And I said to myself, well, why is it that 3% of the population owns and employs the other 97%? Why is it that only 3% of the population, while all of us were at work, they're at the golf course. You know, they're, they're you know, have their kids in private school. They're, they're in the Learjet. They're doing all of these big things. What is it? And my, my question was very simple. I needed to know what the 3%ers were doing because I, I was already experiencing what the 97%ers were doing. So for me, mm-hmm. I said to myself, you know, I've struggled, and I've seen my parents struggle. I saw my parents' parents struggle, and I saw this generation just pass down, pass down, pass down of doing the same thing over and over. And when I started going to these leadership trainings and I would hear people say stuff like, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And Mm -hmm. I started saying to myself, you know, I've got to find something different. I've got to be one of the ones that step up and take a chance. And even if I fall flat on my face, you know, my thing was at least I attempted to do some bigger and better things. So that's what it was for me. You know, for me, I realized that, I could look around at all of my friends, the majority of my family members, and I just said to myself, we all deserve more. We just have to know it. And I was willing to step out there and take a risk and attempt something that honestly was really shunned by a lot of America because a lot of people still to this day cannot grasp the, the how huge the network marketing industry is and how big this is, and if they really applied themselves, what it could do for themselves and this family, their family, and also for the world. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're so right. You're so right about that as well. I mean, a lot of key points you made, having that courage and stepping out there, and the main thing you said is that you knew we all deserved it. We all could have that. And so once we know something, then you're going to automatically build that in your belief system, and then you're going to attract that in your life. So what would you say? Well, let, let me ask you this. The the lifestyle that you're living today, um, at 23 or even as a, a younger child, did you ever imagine that it would be as sweet as it is today, even with folk crying about the recession? <laughs> you know, to be honest with that question, where I am today, I envisioned it five years ago. I really mm-hmm. did because when I started to go to, and that's one of the things that I really want to encourage your listening audience to do is when you grow as a person. See, I understood that being who I was at that time had gotten me to where I was. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted mm-hmm. to do something bigger, if I wanted to be better, I had to grow as a person. So I would attend, you, you know that, because we were back there together. We would be <laughs> on the front row of every training. Remember that? Uh-huh. We would go to, uh-huh. If there was any type of motivational or leadership seminar within a uh, 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 thousand mile radius, we were there, we were on the front row. And what that did for me is it made me realize some things about myself that I needed to grow. And I look at where I am today, and I remember sitting down, oh, my goodness, I remember being at a point where, you know, my car was getting repossessed. I remember where I could barely pay rent, but I would sit down and I would close my eyes, I would put on a motivational song, and I would imagine you know, the beautiful home. I would imagine the car. I would imagine being debt-free. I would imagine being able to bring in, you know, fifty, sixty thousand a month, whatever it was, and I would sit there and I would, in my mind, all this stuff would be going through it, and today it's a reality, but back then I was imagining and visualizing it during the struggle, and that's what kept me going. So what I'm excited about today is the picture that I have in my head now about where the next five to ten years is going to be because I'm excited. Today is great. You know, my husband and I, you know, we're blessed. We have three beautiful kids. We're debt-free. We're the people now who make, you know, that income where I was excited about the guy in front of the room. You know, we're averaging $40,000, $50,000 a month right now, and it's great, but you know what I'm excited about is not where we are right now. I'm excited about five to ten years from now. Not only what we're going to be, but how many people we're going to take there with us. That's what I can't sleep about at night. Wow, and that's that is so powerful. The key thing you're saying is not just where you are, but the people that you are helping. And and something else I want to uh, piggyback on is the point you brought up about visualize yourself five years ago and the fact that what you had, the knowledge that you had brought you to that point you were at five years ago and how important it is. I know James Allen talks about that um, in As a Man Thinketh, how important it is to change your thinking and your result of your thoughts. We all are at whatever point we are, two, three years ago, whatever we thought, this is where we are today and how powerful that visualization process is. No matter how hokey or uh, pokey or whatever, lame or unrealistic it sounds, it seems like everybody that has experienced the level of success that you and your husband are experiencing and and, and, and everybody says the same thing. They saw it first. They saw it first, 
and that that is so important that you that you brought that up. Now, tell me this: what what are the different components? Would you say, Tasha, or elements, or maybe we can say conditions of success? Um, that's that's very key for someone to have. Well, I I would say there are a couple of things. One of the things that you have to have is desire. You know, that was one of the key ingredients that in order to succeed in anything, you have to have the desire to do so. Because what I had to realize early in my, I was, you know, we were all, when you get in network, you're right. You're excited. You think everybody's going to be excited. You think you found the golden egg and everybody that you tell, you know, they're going to jump on board. And I'll be honest, when I started talking to those friends and family members, I couldn't understand how they couldn't see what I saw. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. as I grew as a person, I realized, wait a minute, Pasha, everybody does not have the desire to really be a certain level of success. Everybody has a different desire. So you may think that everybody wants to, you know, lead this fabulous life and be on the other mm-hmm. side of money and, you know, make 10, 20, 30, whatever, but you don't know what people's true desire is. So, number one, in order to succeed, you truly have to have the desire to be financially free. Number two, you have to have a work ethic. And mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people fall short because a lot of times you'll go out, take a look at a business, and unfortunately, you know, someone may paint a picture in front of the room that this is easy and you get in, you talk to a few people, and you're making all this money, and that's not how it works. Just like anything else, if you want to be the best in this industry, you've got to work hard at it. You know, Michael Jordan, yeah, he was great at basketball. Tiger Woods, great at golf. Yeah, but you know what? They work hard. They have a serious work ethic, and it's the same in this industry. No matter what company you're in, in order to get to the top, You've got to work hard. You've got to make that extra phone call. You know, you've got to go through that one extra no when most people are putting the towel, or, you know, throwing the towel in. You know, through the mm-hmm. holidays, a lot of times if you're the one that works through the holidays, you look up in January, you know, you're ahead of the rest of the people in your company. So those are the things that it takes, you know, to get to the top, not just in this industry, but just in life in general. Mhm. I love it. The flat out desire, you got to want it, and to the work ethic. You know, that kind of answers a question I was going to ask you, you know, um, later in, in the show is what would you say the greatest challenge to someone becoming successful? And you said it, the work ethic. Uh, you know, um, that I, I kind of realized the older I have gotten, the more experience I gain in business. And, and let me say, we're talking not just network marketing. This is, like you said, this is the same in traditional businesses as well. You know, um, if your work ethic, if you don't see and you don't understand that it is yours and that, nobody's going to tell you what time to report. You got to know, you got to be diligent to know that you need to make phone calls. You need to get out there and knock on those doors or whatever you have to do to make your business successful. Wow. I tell you this. Go ahead. And I was Mm going to say one more thing to piggyback on that. One of the biggest challenges that I see people having to really get a, get a hold of in this industry is getting through the listening to other people. And that's very difficult because a lot of times when people get in this industry, they hear that, you know, they go out, they see a presentation, and, of course, the first thing they do is they go home and they tell, you know, their family members, their friends, all these big dreams and goals that they have. And a lot of times they get knocked down. You know, they have that person that says, oh, that's not going to work, or they eventually Mm -hmm. get 
in and they may not have that success in the first year. They may not have that massive success in the first three years. So every family dinner, you know, every time they're around the family, everybody's asking them, well, how's that business going? How much money are you making? And a lot Mm -hmm. of times I see people throw in the towel just out of embarrassment. But if people Mm -hmm. can grasp the concept and understand that failure is a part of success, and that you're not going to win overnight, and even if it takes you five years, even if it takes you 10 years, even if it takes you 15 years, what I had to do to myself is I had to look at my job and look at the current career that I was in, and I had to look 30 years ahead and say to myself, listen, if it took me 10, 20 years to be making, you know, as much in a a month as I was making all year long working for a living, would it be worth it? And so I had that roller coaster ride, and that's where a lot of people – get off the roller coasters when they're down in the dump. And that's where you have to grow. You have to realize that just like anything else, you're going to have your ups in business, you're going to have your downs in business. But in your downtime, when the people are quitting, when people are saying no, when your income stops, that's when you have to grow as a person and understand that just like the seasons, that too is going to pass. And if people can get past that, that's when you get into the, 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 big, the, the top of your company and you're able to earn that six- and seven-figure income from home. Oh wow! This is this is just great. I mean, I, I guess I need to remember that. <laughs> I need to take a commercial break as well. But this information, I'm telling you guys, go get people on the phone. I know our lines are jam packed. You have packed the lines out literally. Our chat room is <laughs> is, is banging over here. I mean, people are really excited to have you on the show. But if you can go ahead and dial in, if you got a question, we're going to take a quick break. Come back, and if you have a question, Miss Pat. Would you mind answering uh, a few questions today on our show? I would be honored to. Awesome. Well, if you have a question and you're already on the line, you can simply press 1 to let us know that you'd like to ask a question. Otherwise, you can dial 347-838-9278 and, again, press 1. We'll be right back after our short break. Do you feel like there's never enough time in the day you have a laundry list of 20 things to do and you still haven't done, oh yeah, the laundry. Are you at a crossroads in your life and just not certain what's your next step? Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month. And take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Yes, we are back. This is Deborah Hartnett live on Wealthy Sisters with our special guest, Ms. Pasha Carter, today. If you'd like to ask her a question, you can dial 347-838-9278 and press 1. If you're already on the lines, just simply press 1 on the phone, and we would know that you'd like to ask a question as well. Even if you're in the chat room, you can also pose a question there. Speaking of the chat room, I tell you what, we have none other than our superstar show producer on the line today. I know she's there, and I know this special person has a question for you, Miss Tasha. Hello, Miss Producer. Are you there? I am here. <laughs> Tasha, do you know who you're talking to on the line I there? Do you recognize that voice? Is that Jocelyn? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Hey, how are you? How 
are you doing? It is so great to hear your voice. <laughs> I know, I know. This is awesome. What a lot of people, can I just really quick share what a lot of people don't know is when I first got in this industry and I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, this was my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I am fantastic, and I see that you are doing fantastic. And, um, you know, people on the in the chat room are like, this sister is awesome. And I'm like, yes, she is. <laughs> you know, people don't even really understand. You're telling your story, but I know people don't really fully know your story. And um, and one thing that I wanted to ask you is, is you've talked about, you know, the roller coaster and, and there being a lot of transitions during this business. I know at one point in the business, um, the the company that you were with, a lot of people left that company. Mm-hmm. Right. And you had an opportunity to leave as well. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. Right. And really, as a result, I mean, you had to stick to your guns because you know some really people close to you left left that business. Um, what? What would you tell people? I know you've talked about, you know, that, you know, that there will be people that will tell you, ask you, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? But even in a situation like that, where you have business partners, you know, people that you've been, you know, in the trenches with, <laughs> people mm-hmm. that, you know, you've been working side by side with for years, they are going have decided to go a different path, but you've decided to stay this path, and it ended up being a successful move for you. What? What would you tell people about about having to make those kinds of decisions? Well, that one I will tell you. For me, when you talk about difficult times, those were some challenging times. And those are the times where you do what any good leader does, and when it's beyond you, you just sometimes have to get down on your knees. Not sometimes, all the time. Get down on your knees, and and I I was in deep prayer. And I'll tell you why, because I was at a point where I was very young in business and I saw changes taking place, but a lot of them you don't understand. And you you say to yourself, well, I'm not a quitter. You know, I'm going to stick this thing out. You know, I can do this. I can get to the top. And, and, yeah, there are people all around you quitting, you know, people at the top position quitting, and you're wondering, wait a minute, is it is it all that it's cracked up to be? Am I Am I, you know, holding on blindly here? But what I found out was everybody has a different path in business. So for me or for that individual, someone may get off the boat a little earlier, and a lot of the people that got off the train and went in different directions, unfortunately, it may not have panned out for them the way they wanted it to. So I believe that with everything, it's about timing. And for for myself and my husband, when we took a look at our former company where we were, when the changes really started taking place, here's what did it for us, and it was very simple. We got in this industry for one main reason and it was to create long-term residual income. And when we started seeing that truly at that former company, our residual income weren't growing, and we were working hard. You know, I'm not, you know, so it would be different if our residual incomes weren't growing, growing and we weren't doing anything. No, we were working harder than ever before. And we still found ourselves kind of like a hamster on a treadmill. So what we had to do was take the emotions out of the business decision. And we had to remove the emotions from it. We couldn't worry about what other people thought. We couldn't think about, you know, we said, okay, let's take the names off the company and just look at the compensation plans. And if you look at the compensation plans, which one is going to make the most sense 
for us at this time in our lives. And that's when we made the transition a few years ago to the company that we're with now because we saw long-term residual income. Because a lot of people that are listening in, when you get into this industry, you want to look at the fact that if your residual income is not growing, and that's, you know, the money that you don't have to work for. That's the money that comes in every single month, whether you do a presentation, whether you get a customer or not, that doesn't matter. You still have that income coming in because I never forget that day when I looked at my husband, and we laugh about it today, and I said, sweetheart, if we don't do something different, we're going to be 70 and still doing presentations. <laughs> and, and we said we've got to find a company where we can truly create some passive residual income. And I'm going to tell you, over the past three years that we've been with the company that we are with today, we truly see that our residual income is where we will always desired for it to be with our former company. So we're excited about that. And the transition, the beginning phase, was really uh, an emotional decision for us. But one thing that I must say is we developed true friendship with our leaders. So for us, the transition was nice and smooth because we're all one big family. And our team, we truly have love for each other. We truly work together. And they know that with a shadow of a doubt that myself and my husband we would do anything for our team. So anytime we do anything, it's never about us. It's about how it's going to benefit our entire organization. And if we can't find something where everybody can win, then we're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, I was going to say, you could go ahead and, and tell us, you know, tell us about your company. I wanted you to be able to do that, the current company that you are with now. Um, and and I and I like the fact also that you 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 brought the point up um, about the team and that it was everything you do is never really about you all um, is about your team because you, you understand that you understand that if you have people that are are they have benefits for themselves then it's just common sense that whatever you and your family would need you'll be blessed by default. One quick question, though, as well. We have a um, wealthy brother in the chat room wanted to know. He said, and, and you kind of really answered this, but I guess you want to get a little bit more detail. With so many other MLM businesses out there, how did you know which one was the right one for you? And I think you really already answered that with, with the fact of um, looking at the compensation plan and, and prayer. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that to uh, answer his question? Sure, absolutely. One of the other things for me, and this was just a personal choice for myself and my husband, um, we like the fact that it was more service-driven as well. We really like that. You know, um, one of the things that we had to look at, especially when you're in a recession and the, the country is going through things, we had to look at is the service or the product that we market a necessity? And mm-hmm. we realized that if it's not a necessity, if it's not something that someone's going to use anyway, then during tough times, you know, what happens to our business? And and do we become like a lot of the traditional businesses where our business slumps and we're out of business? So for for us, when we took a look at the fact that even when things are challenging in the world, even when people are struggling paying their bills, well, there are a few bills they're always going to pay. They're going to continue to pay their phone bill. They're going to continue to pay their cell phone bill. People are going to continue to have cable. They're going to continue to pay for their home alarm system. So these are some things that we looked at and we said, you know, not only are we offering a necessity, but we're showing people how to save money on these services that they're already using. 
So for us, it said, wow, it made us say, wow, we're going to be able to get through these tough times with a breeze because now we know that we're marketing necessity. So that was another another thing for us as well. Yes, awesome, awesome. Well, tell us, too, you know, with that, go ahead and mention the company that you are part of, and, and I guess that you've already said why, you know, or I, I did kind of say that you're linked with, you know, see if you like to play on the words there. I like that. <laughs> the, name the, the name of the company that we've currently chosen, and we're so excited and proud to be a part of this team, is called a Five Links, the number five. L-I-N-X is the name of the company. And we market all the services that I just mentioned. And for us, and not just for us, for our team, you know, I guess we've just gotten to that point in life where a lot of people, you know, congratulate us and, you know, tell marvel after the success that we've had. But what a lot of times people don't get to see is the success that our team is having. And that is what's so exciting to me. When I look at the other people who've hit you know, high positions and they're, they're, uh, with our company, and to see them being able to walk away from jobs and have six-figure incomes and not have to worry about money, I mean, that gets me up in the morning and keeps me up late at night because I know that just by the words that I speak that I can help change households and I can help, you know, put those children who may not have the opportunity to be in good school systems. Well, now if I can help mommy and daddy make that extra money, I can help put those children in some good schools. I can help put kids in better neighborhoods just by helping their parents become successful. And that means more to me than anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you when you were reaching out and you were – I guess it, when you think of how we think about changing the world and 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 or changing our environment, it's it's it can be overwhelming. You know, if we think yeah. of it in the perspective of being so large, how can I reach all these people? But if you're thinking of that concept, it's just one person at a time, and that person begins to help one person at a time, and it spreads. Then you can actually see that you're changing because. One of the main things that I love um, about the industry and the foundation that it helps lay for you is the mindset. Um, everything we know starts with that mindset. So once you can help a person do that, that's why not only do you have people that succeed in the industry once they do, but others that take the information, the knowledge, and go and drop down in something else, a traditional business or something for themselves, they straight blow up. They have an enormous amount of success. Because of the mindset. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And and uh, did you want to add to that? You want to pick it back on Absolutely. that as well? Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure. You know, the one thing that I found, and what you said was right on the money, because mindset is everything, because we all go through the same things in life, and we all go through the same things in business. The only difference that separates the people who win from the people who don't win is how they handle that issue. And how they handle that issue depends upon the mindset that they have. So are they a person who is in solution mode? Are they a person who sees the glass as half full or half empty? And that's Mm -hmm. going to determine how they succeed or how they fail, so to speak, in anything in life. And the mind is, is a very complex and interesting thing because I always say this, you know, once you stretch the mind and you grow as an individual, you will never go back to that same person. So once mm-hmm. you start to, to think bigger, you start to do bigger mm-hmm. things. Once you mm-hmm. start to surround yourself with other people, oh, my goodness, and that's when it really happens, when you get that circle of friends 
who pulls mm-hmm. you up instead of drag you down. Because, you know, unfortunately, you know, in life, most of us are surrounded by people who may not be going anywhere. And a lot of times we don't even realize that a lot of those people are pulling us down and pulling us down. But when mm-hmm. you start to surround yourself with positive people that are going somewhere, you start to see yourself like an eagle. You start to see yourself start to soar. You start to see yourself do bigger and better things. And uh, the the mindset that you have in any business is pertinent to whether you're going to succeed or whether you're going to fail and how big of success you're going to have. Awesome, awesome. Well, we see we have a couple of more questions from the chat room. We've got um, a few callers that have questions. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll take those questions uh, from the chat room and our callers. This is Deborah Hartnett with none other than Pasha Carter, multimillion-dollar top-of-the-line expert. We're just so excited to have her on our show today. So we'll be right back after this brief message. Deborah Hartnett International, helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. Well, yes, we are back live with Ms. Pasha Carter here. Now, I know if I asked the million-dollar earner herself, Ms. Pasha Carter, how important events were, and she's already kind of alluded to that uh, earlier in the call today, um, how important events were to her success, I know she would rank it very high. Would you or would you not, Ms. Ms. Pasha Carter? Oh, my goodness. Of course, you know the answer to that. It is at the top of the list. And this is why I say that it will literally make or break you. And Mm -hmm. that's what I had to find out when I first got in the industry because both you and Jocelyn know, you know, when we first got started in this industry, you know, we were newbies. We didn't know anything. We were just excited. We saw a few people succeeding and hoped that it could work for us. But for me, I remember when the big events would come up, and they would always seem to come up at the time where I didn't have any money. (laughs) <laughs> I just never really had any money back then. <laughs> and that just magnified it for you. <laughs> and I would never forget they would stand in front of the room and they would tell me, you know, oh, you have to be in Florida for this event or you have to go to North Carolina for this event. And if you don't go, then you're not going to succeed. And I remember thinking, how am I going to get there? I don't have the money for an airline ticket. I don't have the money to get into the convention. And I'll never forget one of my mentors standing in front of the room saying if you can't afford to do to, to go to an event, then you really need to be there because you can't afford not to be there. <laughs> exactly. And I, I thought about that, and it took me a minute, and I said to myself, oh, wait a minute, ding, 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 that's when I had that light bulb moment. It went off for me. So that's uh-huh. what it means. Those are the things that separate the wealthy people from the people who never get there. Mm-hmm. You've got to be willing to sacrifice, and you've got to be willing to pay that pay your dues up front and in full. So even when I didn't have the money, I would do whatever I had to do to just scrape up every little dime. I mean, I would take road trips, you know, rent a car we'd all pack in and split the cost of the car, all stay in one room just so that we could get to those conventions. Because here's what I knew. 
I knew that that information, that if the one person said the right thing, that it could change my life. And what a lot of people make the mistake, they'll go to one of their company's big conventions, and they say, well, you know, I've already been to one of those, and I can't afford to, and they stop going. And that is when I see the demise of most people in this industry, because those events, whether it's those regional events or those big international um, conventions, that is the, those are the um, events where you're going to be able to hear the stories and the trainings and the leadership from all of the people who are where you want to be. So, therefore, if you can't afford to go to those events, you can't afford not to. So I tell people, just like my mentor told me, and I was one of those people where I never missed an event, and that's why my husband and I are where we are today. I know it. I know it. And another thing is, and not you know, it's – is is not just in network marketing, you know. It's it's because we need to be in front of these events because most of the time, when we started, when I'm talking about our community, we start our businesses. We are usually first or second generation. We don't normally have the education that it takes to run a business. And I'm not talking about the MBA and in the business degrees, and business administration. That has nothing to do with it. So most of the time, those people that are are training you or educating you in the college um, environment, they've never owned a business. We're talking about knowing what it is to run a business, having that mentor, having the networking. And, and like you said earlier, that success comes with a price. And people pay thousands of dollars thousands of dollars to get information to be in in events like the event that we're hosting, uh, the Professional Black Woman, the Winter Summit Conference and Expo in March 19th and 20th at the Hyatt Regency Baltimore. This is the Winter Summit. I call this the Winter Summit because we all are winners, and this is a place for you to come and get the knowledge, to network with sisters that are doing it. They are living the lives. They are, they are, are like, like Sister Pasha Carter. They are doing it for sure. We have over 250000 in cash and prizes. The grand cash prizes, $2,500. You get a free makeover. You get the opportunity to win that. We're going to have a fashion show. Even going to have a re- special recording artist there singing and serenading you ladies. And it's not just for the ladies. It's just, it's just that, you know, we are sponsoring it and it's, and it's tailor-made for the ladies. But men are, are certainly registering for the event. The topics, top six-figure selling, uh, the greenbacks and going green, money-making marketing, the timeless principles of leadership, discover the power in your passion, ignite your image, just to name a few. Listen, go to www.thewinnersummit.com and register today. Thewinnersummit.com. You don't want to miss it. And let me tell you, the million-dollar earner herself, she called me and said, you know what, Deborah, I'm coming to this event. For one, I want to support you, which that I wanted to bring that up because that speaks to her character. That speaks to who she is because a lot of people say, I want to support you. But we haven't seen, we haven't seen each other, what, past about 15 years, I think? <laughs> it's, it's been a while. It's been a while, and, and we've recently been able to come back in contact, and it's been great. But she said, I want to support you, but I also want to network and learn too. So she's already where most of us on the call want to be and strive to get to, and she's already saying she's coming to get the knowledge. So that's why I'm telling you, this is, this is not about uh, anything else but other than you and your success. So it's going to be a great event. You don't want to miss it. Get your friends. I've done everything I can do to make it affordable for everybody. 
and, and group rates we got. We got student discounts we have. You can become an affiliate. It's all kind of things. We want each and every person that has a desire to come to become successful to be able to come and get this knowledge there. So we and look forward to seeing you. Go ahead. You, Deborah, I just want to just in front of your listening audience, just tell you how proud I truly, and I truly mean this from the bottom of my heart, because I remember we all got started together, and, you know, like I said, we haven't spoken in 15 years, but when I heard about what you and Jocelyn are doing with this Winter Summit and everything that's taking place, I am just so proud of both of you for stepping up and doing these things for women in business, because myself and some of the women in our company, you know, we put our heads together and we're doing some events that are coming up as well and we have some big things taking place. And when I heard what you guys were doing, I said, that's what it's all about. We all have to learn as women to support each other no matter what we're in and what businesses we're in. So you can count on me to be there. Anything that I can do to help out, you just let me know because I want to see what you're doing blow up as big as you want it to be because you're just a sweetheart and you're a super businesswoman, and I just love you dearly, and I'm just so very proud of both of you. No, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pasha. I really, really appreciate that as well. And I know our callers are on the line. We have a caller. I think this might be Tampa. I'm not certain. 813-966 uh, phone number. If you're uh, on the line, off mute there, say hello and introduce yourself and say where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Cooper, and I'm calling from Tampa. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome. I'm doing great. Hi, Pasha. Hi, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, I you don't have a question? Have a question? No, I don't have a question, but I just want to say a few things to uh, Miss, Miss, Miss Pasha Carter. Uh, I've been admiring her since I started network marketing. I just came here from Jamaica. It's turning seven years this next month. And um, I've had a lot of people, I just this morning, a couple hours ago, had my best friend, who actually is an intricate part of me coming to America, tell me, hey, this, things are not working for you, and you're at a certain age now, we got to do something different. And for me, I had to pick up and leave from Turks and Caicos Island and go back to the Bahamas because things are not working out over there. And you need to do the same thing because... I know you haven't invested as much money as I have in my business over there, and I was able to walk away. And the thing with you, you can't seem to let go of this five links thing. And I was just, I wanted to argue with her, but because of some things that I have learned from the events that you mentioned, I didn't argue with her. And I, it just gives me more, more uh, fuel to my fire because I, I just have to get this done. I have to do it. I have to be su- successful. And I just want to thank you, Pastor, because I admire you as as a woman, as a leader, and um, the world better look out because they have a second Pastor Carter coming, which is me. So I don't know <laughs> if the world can handle both of us. So I just want to say that I really, really admire your work and the things that you have done. And, of course, we haven't known each other for long. It's been like about two and a half years since we've met or about three years. And um, it's just really inspirational. Every time you speak, I just get a new leash on what what I have to do to, you know, be where I want to be. So, so thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for asking and sharing, Elizabeth. We appreciate that. 
Yeah, Liz, I appreciate that. And, and uh, Deborah, I don't know if I have time to comment um, yes. quickly, but the, the one thing that I do want to say to you, Liz, is I, I ran into the same thing when I was in this, when I first got started in the industry. You know, and it's just natural. You know, I used to get upset when people would say, oh, my goodness, you, you've been doing that for three years now and you're still not where you want it to be. Oh, wait a minute, it started going well. What happened? Now you're mm-hmm. back struggling again, and when are you going to quit? Mm-hmm. When are you going to go get you a real job and you know, all <laughs> these kinds of things? And I remember it used to really get under my skin. It used to really frustrate me. And then I went to an event, believe it or not. It was an Anthony Robbins event uh, many years ago. And I'll never forget him saying a few words, and those words were, people can only respond to you where they are mentally. And That's if right. And that person is not where you want them to be, if you buy their opinion, you've just bought their lifestyle. So that's for right. me, that's when you all, when you guys always hear me talk about the difference between a mentor and an advisor. You know, everybody has an advice for you. Everybody wants to tell you what to do and what you should do and, oh, you should get this job, but they're not where you want to be, but, uh, you know, they always have an opinion. Well, those are advisors, and those are the people that if you listen to them and they're not driving the kind of car, they're not living in the kind of home, they don't have the kind of bank account, then if you buy their opinion, you bought their lifestyle. But what we have to get good at doing as entrepreneurs and, and those people that desire to be successful business women and men that are out there, we have to find a mentor. And the mm-hmm. mentor is someone who's where you want to be. They're living mm-hmm. the lifestyle. They're happy. Mm-hmm. They have the income. They have all the things that you desire. And if you listen to them, then you will get to where they are. And those are the only people in business. Now, you can listen to people about other things, but when it comes to business, you've got to find that business mentor and listen to those people. And I had to learn that, let me tell you, I had to learn that the hard way. And it took me a couple years to get it, but once I got it, I held on to it. And I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world when you listen to the people who are successful. So I'm proud of you and keep doing what you're doing. And here's the thing. If it takes you two years, another two years, another three years, and another five years, whatever, it does not matter because everybody's timing is different. But the bottom line is if you put your head down and you work in this industry, anybody can become successful and make unlimited income because I've seen it over and over again. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. And and just like you said, if you focus and, and do that. And another thing I wanted to share as well with everybody that's listening, and, and especially with Liz, again, thank you for sharing your comment, is that this world is so big. When we talk about changing our mindset, there is no lack. Don't believe the hype. There is no lack. There is, we live in a world of abundance. Regardless, if, if if that particular resource that we need runs out, guess what? Spirit, God, universe, whatever we want to call it, has something in place to replace it for our needs at that time. So there, the world could take on millions of Pasha Carters, although there's only one. But who you're supposed to be, that person, what your destiny is, what's yours, is yours, and nobody can take that away from you. And I wanted to say that because that's where we begin to start to freely share and freely want to support and freely want to give to one another when we are not operating from that mindset of lack or that mindset of of, of poverty and, and, and fear that somebody can take something away from us. So 
I tell you, that's that's so so wonderful. I'm glad you brought that up as well. We, I can know we've got a couple more questions here uh, in, um, in the chat room. We had uh, one young lady wanted to know. She talked about being laid off, and I, I know that uh, you definitely answered her question there, but she wanted to also know, I guess you hear people telling you that you should have started a business. She said she's about 40 years old. You should have started a business. Well, I guess her main question is, how do you handle setbacks? Hmm. Well, that's a good one. That's a good Mm -hmm. one. And one of the things that I will say is learning that it's a part of life. The struggle, And I always have said this a a few times when I – when I talk to audiences, is that, you know, in the end, we all are going to have a testimony. Mm-hmm. But the part that we struggle with is that we have to be tested in order to get to that testimony. And mm. those are the things that take place, like the being laid off. And for me, my situations were, were, were things where when I got started in this industry, I told this story once before, well, a few times, where, and you guys probably remember this as well, but I, you know, built this huge organization with my former company, and at that time it took five lines of leaders to get to a certain position, and, you know, things took place in the upper hierarchy, and, you know, transition took place, and a lot of people started to leave, and I'll never forget, I was four and a half lines done to be able to walk the stage at the next event at that, you know, the top position with the company, and everybody quit. Everybody mm-hmm. quit except for one person. And I will never forget thinking, oh, my goodness, I've put all this work into this business. I've given, I mean, sweat equity day in and day out. I don't know if I have the energy to rebuild it. And then I went to an event, and I started hearing people talk about the roller coaster ride and understanding that in business, whether it's network marketing or whether it's a traditional clothing store, it does not matter you are going to go through ups and downs. And we don't know what those things are going to be, but we have to equip ourselves to have a strong mindset to understand that all it is is a learning experience and it's a part of your testimony so that when you get up on the stage, you have something to say that when people are going through stuff, they can identify with what you're going through no matter what it is. And so at that time, I didn't see it because it was difficult for me to see it at that time because I was, so to speak, in the fire. But once I started to, you know, kind of pick myself up and dust myself off and say to myself, wait a minute, if I don't do this again, then what am I going to do? Am I going to go back to punching a clock every day and building somebody else's dreams and goals and working 30 to 40 years and retiring broke like 97% of the population? And I said to myself, no. Is it worth it to rebuild? Yes. Is it worth it to understand that, hey, things happen? Absolutely. And what I made a decision to do was not only am I going to rebuild it, I'm going to rebuild it ten times stronger, ten times bigger this time. And that's what took place. I got back in there. I got in the trenches. And that one leader stuck still to this day, Donna Wooler, one of the top leaders in my entire organization, myself and my husband. And I take a look today that the fact of all those setbacks, so to speak, were just a setup for a comeback. So all mm-hmm. those things that took place back then with us were just setting us up for success. It was just putting us in a position where once we got to that big six-figure and that seven-figure income, it made us grow before we got money. 
because mm-hmm. it would be sad for us to be in a position where you have all of this wealth and all of this stuff, but you don't know what to do with it because you hadn't grown as an individual. And that's one of the things that I love about this industry is it forces people to look in the mirror and become a better person and get paid to do so. So oh, for the young yes. lady who just got laid off, hey, right now you may not see that as a blessing, but sometimes God gives us things, and he may give us a gift, and sometimes it's wrapped up in the disguise of a problem or a challenge. And that layoff right now may have been put, may have been put in your face to put your back up against the wall to force you to decide whether you're going to start swinging or whether you're going to sit down. And if I, if I know you're on this, this line like you are, you're on this line because you're looking for something and you don't want to sit down. So maybe this is the opportunity for you to start swinging. And you're going to look up in five, ten years from now, and if you put your head down and you join, the, join a company, you get started, you build your huge organization, you're going to be standing up on a stage in front of 5,000, 10,000 people telling the story about how you were on a conference call and you've just gotten laid off and you were at the bottom and you didn't know what you were going to do, but you put your head down and look at where you are today. Mm, awesome, awesome. Tell us real quick, Tasha, how they can reach you. You've got some people that want to be in contact with you, how they can learn more about the company that you're with as well. Absolutely. The best way to reach me, let me give everyone my email address. My email address is my name, which is Tasha, that's P like Peter, A-S-H-A, Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R, at Mac.com. That's Mary Apple Charlie, M-M-A-C dot com, Tasha Carter at Mac.com. And I'm in the process of getting my website launched as well, so you'll be able to go to PashaCarter.com very soon. And my husband's um, um, website is stevecarteronline.com. So that's stevecarteronline.com, or you can reach me at pashacarter at mac.com. Awesome, awesome. Now, we have only two minutes left in the show, but this is a real good question. If you could answer it, <laughs> no, it's okay. going to be a challenge. <laughs> uh, answer it in 60 seconds or less. Okay. How do you deal with a spouse? Uh, this is one of the questions from the chat room. I wanted to know, how do you deal with a spouse that does not support you in 30 seconds? <laughs> oh, in 30 seconds. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, in 30 seconds. Well, the one thing that I will say about that one is, having the sit-down, and that's what I mm-hmm. say. You've got to sit down face-to-face and make a decision that as a couple, you are now partners in life, and you have to come to terms with the fact that you have to support each other and learn to, to support each other. No, even if something that person isn't doing isn't something you're interested in. As a spouse, we have to understand that, you know, we have to support each other. So sometimes with that spouse, you may have to, you know, put in those motivational tapes or, or drag them to one of those seminars because just like you want to grow and expand expand your mindset, you have to bring your spouse along because it would be a shame for you to grow and that person not grow with you. So I would say get that person up and out of the house and get them in front of the information, and you'd be surprised. They may not listen to you, but they may hear it from that third-party expert. And all the things that you've been telling them, you let someone else say it to them, and then they're like, wow, I like this. This makes all the sense in the world. And you're thinking, honey, that's what I just said. But coming from someone else, for some reason, it's 
sounds better. <laughs> That's great. That is some some of the best advice. Definitely getting that third party in there, especially on our spouse. And you know what? I've seen it time and time again, year after year. When that money lines up, they line up. <laughs> and support you. They're like it went from you to we. <laughs> so I saw that. But this has been great. We want to thank you so much, Pasha, for being on the line, being so open and so uh, truthful and honest and being such an inspiration. Again, keep doing what you are doing, celebrating your success, the best to your family. And this, again, has been Deborah Hartnett with Wealthy Sisters. We want to invite you to tune in next week where our special guest will be the social media icon and expert herself, none other than Ms. Crystal Washington. Once again, this is Deborah Hartnett with Wealthy Sisters. Continue to have an awesome day, and we will see you here next week at the same time. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.